0: Hello, and welcome to the Basement Movie Room Podcast. I'm Chad. I'm Jared. All right, so we're going to start out today by talking about The Phantom Menace, so let's get right into it. I tell you, I was not particularly looking forward to the prequel trilogy overall myself because there is one movie in the prequel trilogy that I can't stand so much to watch anymore. One movie to rule them all. It is, not, them all. It is not this one, though, because <laughs> I have very fond memories of Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. So Phantom Menace came out May of 1999. We were there opening night in Jackson, Tennessee. Just graduated high school. uh, Yeah, we had. We had just graduated high school, so we're dating ourselves at this point. But we were there opening night. We graduated early. The lead-up. To this freaking movie was insane. It was mm-hmm. the most excited I've ever been for a movie up to this point. Probably. Imagination was going wild. Yeah, we didn't what's know what what's going to go on with this movie. Yeah. So you know, we it's were talking Dash about Rendar- it. They, be in it? <laughs> probably not. Yeah, but yeah. So so we saw it opening night. We bought our tickets. I guess it was a midnight showing. Was it a minute? I think it was a midnight yeah, showing because yeah, that's before yeah. they did like eight PM yeah. showings the night before yeah, or whatnot. We, didn't go until late so yeah we we it was at a fever pitch and and honestly it's it's not a great movie but i have a lot of fond memories of this movie i saw it five times in the theater you probably saw it quite a few times in the theater and i loved it when it came out i I knew it had problems i never you know i didn't want to admit those problems back in the day Mm -hmm. but you know you could tell it had problems but But it also has a lot of good about it. I mean, I mean, you know, most people are like, oh, Phantom Menace Jar Jar. It, it, he's, sure, he's annoying. He's not the greatest character in the world. But certainly, you can get past that with the good parts of it. Yeah, you do, you do. You, when it came
1: out, you did look past that. Because mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're really watching, like, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan and just waiting for yeah. You know, the Anakin thing. and. Yeah, so you
0: kind of you you dealt with we George R. But it did also start to set up for the second movie, Clone uh, Attack of the Clones, with all this political stuff, and Lucas can't write political stuff. I mean, you, you look at like Game of Thrones <clears> and the <throat> political stuff that George R. R. My, Martin writes in those books, and how the show took, at least when they were on his books, was doing that. And that that's not what Star Wars should be, and that's what George tried to do with this political intrigue and this. Trade Federation and the war and all that. And getting it the was chancellor absolutely, out of there. yeah, that chancellor out of there so quick because yeah. it just takes one senator to say, yeah, it, it no was, confidence. Yeah, it was. It's all ridiculous. Yeah, but the, but the, the fa- let's talk about the Phantom Menace yeah. instead of me complaining about Attack of the Clones, which I'm going to do in full yeah. depth on our next review. So, Phantom Menace okay. starts out. And you get your, you know, you get the opening crawl, and you get the camera. Does the camera go up or down in this one? It it goes. I can't remember. It it's,
1: scrolls. They always just scroll up. It's on the Corvette class, class cruiser, cruiser, though, right? I th- I mean, yeah, it, yeah, I think it scrolls up. Yeah, yeah I and mean, then you got the, the Corvette. Yeah, you got
0: through. the Corvette cruiser coming in, and it lands, and you learn that there's two Jedi on this. One of them you recognize, and one of them's a new Jedi created. I, I don't know that he was created for this. Or if he was in any other media, but Qui Gon Jinn, played by the great Liam Neeson, oh. and he was terrific. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, yeah, Qui Gon Jinn, and of course Obi Wan Kenobi, played by the great Ewan McGregor. I mean, they could, perfect, they could cast. They couldn't have cast those two, <laughs> bad. two yeah. great, yeah. you know, English slash Irish Scottish actors. Yeah. But yeah, both of them were great. And, and, and you know From the start You're you're like Holy crap We're, we're back in Star Wars We have Jedis Yeah And then they kind of Hit you with The Trade Federation And I hate The Trade Federation What's it Newt Gunray And that other Yeah those guys From the, the, the other start guy. I like, don't like the you know, alien design Of those guys at all
1: No
0: I don't like anything About the Trade Federation Battle droids are Introduced a little bit I hate them as well Same I think they're though. terrible Yeah But we have Jedi So that helps and then you kind of, you know, you, you do at least get to action fairly quick with this because mm-hmm. the Trade Federation assumes that Obi-Wan and, and Qui-Gon are there to basically take them out to yeah. end the war. But they're just there to negotiate, but, you know, mistakes made by the Trade Federation. They try to kill them. Aggressive negotiations. Yeah. And then we get the cool scene with Qui-Gon opening the door with his lightsaber and oh, cutting man. through it. That's, That's amazing. Still so boring. Yeah, that's amazing stuff. That's, that's like, yeah. you know, because we never got to see lightsabers yeah. do anything like that. That's a new thing that was introduced in this movie. There's a lot of different things that you always knew a lightsaber could probably do, but here we're seeing it. It's melting this m- iron or metal or steel door or whatever it is. So that's cool. So, yeah. you know, they get out of the room. The force run. Oh, the force run. Only used in this only show Never be. seen it again. Yeah. We got some force jumps and stuff yeah. otherwise. Yeah, you know? had that yeah. back in Empire. Yeah, yeah, you got that stuff. Luke jumped so. out of that. So, but yeah, the force run was kind of interesting. Never used again. I, th- I think the, the effect was a little corny and maybe they decided they yeah. it didn't look right so they wouldn't use it anymore. Yeah. At least then. Maybe they, they could Who use knows? it now. It'd probably be better effects now. So, nonetheless, you know, in order to kind of push this kind of, uh, they picked up our food. In order to push this kind of forward, you know, basically, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan escape the situation, fight off a bunch of droids, and they get off the Trade Federation ship and back down to Naboo. We're introduced to Naboo, where Queen Amidala resides, played by Natalie Portman most of the time. She's got all her handmaids. Kira Knightley yeah, plays Amidala as well as a right. decoy. Which I movie. guess they did not get along on set. Yeah, supposedly they yeah, did that's not. The, that's it's the, interesting. The, um, and this is before Knightley had done this is before she'd done at like Beckham which made her a star so she was kind of just, she was young yeah she was super yeah. young so she did she been at like Beckham like the next year yeah like, 2000 2001 which made her a huge star and she got into Pirates or, or like in 2003 you know she was in Pirates, God, Caribbean. Pirates is that long? yeah 2003 because I worked at the Werenberg Theater wow. in Eureka when Pirates came out <laughs> exactly. so uh so yeah so they get off there they go down to the planet they decide the best course of action because they're invading. The Trade Federation is invading the planet with all these stupid battle droids, and they meet Jar Jar. They go to the Gungans, which I hate. The Gungans too. I think they're a terrible design. Yeah, that whole as well. Gungan city was. Yeah, Qui-Gon Obi-Wan, and, and it's a, and the, the accents of the Gungans yeah. are a little maybe offensive at times yeah. as well. Yeah. Very cartoonish. Yeah. Too. It did, I do think the scene where they take the submarine through the core of the planet is cool. I mean, yeah. a water core planet is a cool idea. And then the, Except know, everybody, everybody
1: inside yeah. the ship is just like emotionless. So, yeah. there's, there's always a bigger fish. Godzilla just you know, <laughs> yeah swam through. It's like yeah. the same design from the ninety. What was it ninety eight? Ninety eight Godzilla. Godzilla, which is <laughs> yeah. a year before. Yeah, year before. Yeah. It looked exactly like that. But uh,
0: yeah, everybody's just like Ooh, okay. There's always a bigger fish. There, so. Yeah. They go over there, (laughs) so so they get through, and and they get to to Queen Amidala, and they convince her that the safest course of action would be to get her off the planet to uh, Coruscant, Coruscant. where Palpatine, the Senator Palpatine from the planet, can help protect her on Coruscant. So they leave the planet, and they get damaged as they're leaving the planet by the Trade Federation in a cool ship. George had an obsession with SR seventy one Blackbirds because it's yeah. clearly modeled after that. Yeah, and so they get damaged and they end up. And I'm a little confused how they end up on Tatooine from Naboo, because since Tatooine was a remote planet. Yeah, it's that not on the, the outer is rim, is, the, is
1: it? That's what they said.
0: Is it yeah. okay? It's I controlled by the It's home. been a while so since I looked at the, the map. Yeah, Tatooine's on the outer yeah. rim, but is Naboo on the outer rim? No, because they crash land on Naboo, essentially. Yeah, so they couldn't. Could. So I, that's that's a little like hand waving. You're not supposed yeah. to think about that. It's, at it's all like, like it's like Gotham and Metropolis, yeah. the right? They're no, next door to each no, other, right? wanna, I'm not talking about <laughs> that. I don't want to get yeah, into that. That's for another day. That's <laughs> uh, I'm not even sure that's another day. Ooh. So nonetheless, they land on Tatooine. They go into Mos Eisley, which is the classic location from mm-hmm. A New Hope, and they discover—well, Qui Gon discovers <laughs> that the person accompanying him is actually the Queen, because <laughs> she insists her handmaiden Padme come with her, and it's mm-hmm. actually the Queen Amidala, which Queen on Naboo is like an elected title, so it's like President yeah. Amidala is more what yeah. it is. So they won't Qu- find out until. He doesn't find out until, until later. Until yeah. later, yeah. yeah until right later. before the battle, the yeah. That's battle. true. He, he does find out later, and <laughs> they meet Anakin Skywalker when they're looking for parts to fix the ship. Qui-Gon knows something special about Anakin. Anakin tells Anakin. Anakin tells him that you know he's the only human pod racer and Qui-Gon's. Eh, I think he's generally impressed by that. I think he yeah. knows that you know this kid's special. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, you know he he takes. He he meets Watto, who is a weird I'm fine with Watto. Yeah, he's fine. He's, he's weird, alien design, but he's fine. And so they meet Watto, and Watto essentially tells them this is how much the park's gonna cost. They don't have that kind of money because they don't take republic credits on yeah. tattooing. Right. So Anakin kinda puts them up in his home with his mom, Shmi Skywalker, who's a slave. They're both slaves. Watto owns them both.
1: He's not a slave, he's a person. Yeah, his name's right. Anakin
0: uh his his acting jake Lloyd yeah. was it was tough for him because the dialogue wasn't great yeah. are you an angel yeah for a uh, for a young actor like that that's
1: not very good at acting to have lucas's dialogue yeah i mean that it's tough. tough it is tough tough, tough i mean for even, sure. even top-notch
0: actors were having trouble with being yeah with lucas's dialogue yeah, it, it's extremely rough it really is yeah. um but yeah, so so they they're up in and you meet C three PO for the first time because Anakin's building C three PO. That's yeah, that, a little. That
1: was kind of a big issue. To, yeah, to some it causes a lot of
0: issue yeah. if you watch the movies yeah. and, and think about it. They they wiped his memory. R two causes yeah. a lot of issues later as well, in my yeah. opinion. R- yeah, yeah, But nonetheless, Anakin and Qui Gon, you know, are talking and Qui Gon. Sees that he's a special kid. He's got force powers, and this is where the unfortunate thing of midi chlorians comes into play. The yeah. second, well, no, I'm going to say that's the worst thing about this film with Jar Jar being second, and then the Trade Federation being third. Yeah. yeah. Midi yeah. introduction really, really ruined the Force for a lot of people. MC count. And yeah, I mean, yeah, they mentioned that in, in <laughs> Mandalorian, yeah. so it's still around. They're not, they're not getting rid of it. They can't. Yeah, the Force was,
1: the Force was just. Yeah, like, it's something in nature that binds thing. all things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not.
0: They just a took freaking a Yoda said and took a crap on it. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. I try to ignore it, but it's not. You know, it's there. Yeah. I, I don't like it. I don't like to watch this movie and see that part. So you get past that. They didn't. They don't talk about it too much later. I think in the Jedi Council they talk about it at some point. Yeah. But yeah. So.
1: Cause, yeah, he's got more than Master Yoda. Yeah, yeah. It,
0: yeah. So he's special. That's all you need to really know. And I mean, if you you know if you've ever seen any Star Wars, Anakin Skywalker is Darth Vader. Oh my God, spoilers! Oh. <laughs> so, so now they come up with a plan that they're going to kind of, to kind of trick Watto into betting with them on the pod race, and Qui Gon is going to back Anakin in this pod race with Anakin's pod racer that he's building himself. Uh, which that pod racer thing? I'm pretty sure shows up later in the Mandalorian. One it of the does. engines does yes. as a motorcycle type deal. Yeah. Yep. So he backs him in the pod to race the font. to help. Yeah, yeah, to help win the parts for the ship. And we also get an appearance by Darth Maul in the middle of all this. Yeah. The coolest character that came out of this movie. That oh, yeah. Qui Gon and him. That little two best that, parts. That fight scene, with, although I don't like the
1: way it was shot because it was too damn close. Mm-hmm. I would like yeah. to see more was, like wider shots. It was it. tough in the theater to watch that. Cause yeah, it was, just, just too, too close. Was so close. Yeah, but it was too close. It really did, you did really feel like oh yeah. It did take you. Yeah, yeah. No, but it, I didn't like it. It's to the, the
0: shot. first lightsaber battle you've really seen since the original trilogy, yeah. where those lightsaber battles were kind of slow and plotting yeah. and and not greatly choreographed, but fun. I mean, they were fun. <laughs> I mean, Vader and Luke in, in in Jedi was was pretty good. It's yeah. just, it was getting better at that point, mm-hmm. but then you know. You get a guy like Ray Park on set who is a you know yeah. amazing martial artist swordsman. You're gonna you know, have some good stuff. And it was only the single blade. Yeah, but only got the, the trailer.
1: I think ruined the double blade. Yeah. No, like, so you, you already know. knew that yeah, it was It was hype though. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. a lot of hype. It was awesome. True. Yeah. So. But yeah, that was that was an introduction to how those
0: lightsaber fights yeah. were gonna be yeah. moving forward. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. After the fight, you know, they they, there's obviously trouble. They know there's there's a Sith. And Qui Gon has a conversation with uh Is it is it Windu that he has a conversation with or is it Yoda? Well, first we get the first meeting of Anakin and Obi-Wan. Ah yes. Very monumental. Yep, Anakin and Obi-Wan's first meeting. Yeah, be a relationship to Goes for a very long time mm. and ends in tragedy for the most part. <laughs> Poor yeah. little Annie. Yeah, little, little Annie. It's hard <laughs> to feel sorry for him. But yeah, and then we have that meeting, you know. And then we get Qui-Gon talking to, I think it's Mace Windu and Yoda. It? It's, it's one of them. And it's telling Yoda. them about, you know, that there's a Sith. He knows that it's a Sith. and. Maybe it's Yoda, because Yoda's like always two there are or something Wait, like that. Is this where he yeah, says he that? Yeah, he's talking about Mace and yeah, Yoda. Yeah, always two. They're, they're like the only work. ones
1: that talk. About. Yeah, the whole Jedi the whole Jedi Council. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everybody, yeah, everybody, everybody else just he sits it. there.
0: Cloak Koon, Ki-Adi-Mundi. Uh, <laughs> nobody else yeah. is talking. So you know he tells them, and man, that's really all. Like, nothing really else happens. They, they just yeah. know there's a Sith on the planet, and so they go to
1: they're, they're kind of astonished because they're like oh they've been extinct for so long
0: there's mm-hmm. no way that they yeah. yeah they could come back without knowing that happens before the pod race right we didn't get it out of order did we? is Darth Maul before the pod race or is he after mm. the pod race? he's after the pod race. okay so we went out yeah, of we order. we didn't talk about the pod race. we yeah. forgot to talk about the pod race. yeah so they do the pod race which is one of the cooler scenes the it holds up still today. Yeah, very very long, long sequence. Yeah, too. very long sequence. Very cool sequence. You meets the awesome, ball Awesome video game. Yeah. Uh, yeah yeah. That yeah was just, so much fun. I am waiting on my order of it for Nintendo Switch to come in. Because nice. you know, they, they redid it, or remastered it, I guess. So I'm waiting on that to come in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Anakin wins the pod race. They're going to get off the planet. That's when Darth Maul
1: comes mm-hmm.
0: in. And then they finally do get off the planet. Uh, Anakin is out of slavery because of the pod race. So he goes with them um, because they want to train him as a Jedi and his mother agrees. So he goes with them. They get to Coruscant and is that when they have the conversation? That's yeah, when so yeah, get they get
1: to Coruscant. The Emperor comes out for like two, two weeks comes again. out yeah, and greets them and they go off Palpatine goes off yeah. with <coughs> with the uh, uh, Padme, or mm-hmm. whatever. And then the Obi Wan and Qui-on go to the Jedi Council yeah. to let them let them in. Let on, them know that uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that the uh, Sith are yeah. back. Yeah, the
0: Sith are back. <laughs> if they ever left.
1: Yeah. yeah. And they wanted to tell him about this boy too. So
0: Yeah. Yoda's a little f- fearful of Anakin, I think initially. Yeah. You remember the throughout. old
1: Yoda uh, puppet that they yeah. had for the original? Before they went back and yeah. put in CGI, Yoda. oh yeah, how bad it looked. Yeah, <laughs> it looked terrible. Yeah, yeah, they they really botched that. Yeah, they, they did. did. Yeah, yeah, and then they went back and put in a CGI. Yeah, Yoda.
0: yeah. So on Coruscant, this is uh, i I don't remember a
1: lot of what happened on Coruscant to be honest. Basically. The no confidence and that. That's right. Chancellor. It go through the whole silly no, no confidence. confidence. It goes back to the political intrigue yeah, stuff. Get Palpatine, it gets messes. It's all to get Palpatine yeah. power. Yeah, it,
0: it's kind of like yeah. and the, the movie kind of runs on this bell curve where it's like all the way up in the middle and then down. It's but, so boring. And then back know, to Coruscant. Yeah. So yeah. So on Coruscant, they decide that they need to help Naboo because that Palpatine gets in power, sends them to help Naboo. And so they send an attack force to attack the Trade Federation at Naboo and rescue the planet. And then we get uh, Anakin flying a plane. I, I mm. hate it so much. Yeah. That's, that, that may be number three State on, on what I hate it. the most. Yeah. You know, I'll do, we'll do a spin. Not, you know, oh. that works. Yeah, yeah. I mean, after the, he just won that pod race too. Yeah,
1: and being, he was all in the pot race. He was nice and like focused yeah. and yeah. Like, he was good. He was he was great. But then he got just campy. Yeah, it's can't it campy, it's, stupid. I don't like it. Yeah,
0: his 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 direction is bad from George Lucas. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame the kid that much. No, it's hard to direct kids, and George Lucas was <laughs> not the man to do it. Yeah. Definitely not. So essentially. They're in battle. Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan go down to the planet surface along with Padme and a bunch of the soldiers that run their uh, ships and things like that. And this is where we get the best part of the whole movie. Mm -hmm. They're going going to go into the palace, or getting out of the port to go towards the palace, and here out comes Darth Maul. Pops open one side lightsaber, and then the other one. We have a double-bladed lightsaber. One of the greatest scores of... Duel Star Star Wars Wars of the Fates. Starts up. John mm-hmm. Williams in his greatest composition. I'm not going to say that because that's probably not true, but I love this. Duel of the Fates is amazing. Most I still right, listen yeah. to it.
1: I mean, you can't say most recognizable either because, I mean, he's done yeah. the Star Wars theme. He's done Superman, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones.
0: I mean, he's got a lot of. Yeah. Actually, Indiana Jones <laughs> might be my actual favorite of his, the Indiana Jones theme, because I love that theme. I'll just start pumping it they're all kind of the same. That's real close to
1: Superman. Yeah. It is so yeah. yeah. Superman
0: is oh, it's close. Yes. Sorry. thank am getting off a little bit. He also did the, you know, the thing is, uh, I don't know if you heard Bald Moves coverage of Catch Me If You Can, but he did the soundtrack for that, and that's completely different. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a more jazzy sound, which he was raised, John Williams was raised as a jazz musician. His dad was a jazz drummer, which is I'll go back impressive. and press that up. because. Yeah. 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 I like that much but yeah, that's a great yeah. movie. But, No, Back to Star, yeah, Wars. Star Wars. So we're, we're on the Duel of the Fates. Um, I, I really wish George made a choice to kind of cut back and forth between Darth Maul, Qui-Gon, and Obi-Wan fighting their lightsaber battle and onto Padme trying to get to the the, the throne room, I guess, is yeah. what they were trying to get to, to take down Newt Gunray in mm-hmm. the throne room. In uh, the space battle. In the space battle. So they're intercutting. I think they should have just stuck with the lightsaber battle. It's what Star Wars is is known for. It's what we want. Well, it's,
1: they were kind of using the formula from yeah. Jedi, because uh-huh. you had the you know the Ewoks, you had the space battle, and then you had uh, Luke and Vader fight. Yeah, yeah. All that going on at one time. They kept, but the way they did it then was a lot. Yeah, more
0: seamless it seemed. There's also characters <laughs> that you actually cared about in yeah, all of those areas. True. I mean, I I don't care that much for Padme to be honest. In the movie, yeah. I don't really care. I know she's going to survive because she's got plot armor. But you got to throw the fourth
1: fourth phase in there too. The Gungans. Oh yeah, they so got to go. Four going. I
0: did enjoy. Okay, for what it was, that looks pretty good. The Gungan scene. I think some of the. It's Battle Droids vs. Gungans. It's the two of the worst characters in Star Wars history, fighting Windows, each other. Windows 2000. <laughs>
1: yeah, it did do <laughs> background
0: <was. laughs> Plus, that was the trailer scene, those tanks yeah. coming over that hill. That yeah. was the first scene we got of a Star Wars trailer was pretty neat. in 22 years. Yeah. You know, so. Little do we know. Yeah, which, the crazy thing is, the right now we're doing this review in 2021. Phantom Menace is as old this year as a new hope was when Phantom Menace came out. <laughs> it's 22 years. It's crazy. <coughs> so, what? but yeah, I mean the Gungan scene. Yeah, they're also fighting. But duel of yeah. the fates, the the big lightsaber battle. That's that's the that's the you know oh, chef's yeah. kiss, kiss of this movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just amazing. Whenever it cut away from that, you're like, oh, yeah. give me back. I mean, Ray Park just giving it oh. his all with every move, and uh, Ewan McGregor and Obi and Obi Obi Wan. Obi- oh. Obi- and Qui Gon, Liam Neeson, just really putting it together properly. Oh, yeah. Just some great choreography from yeah. Ray Park, and I'm sure there was other stunt always, coordinators involved. But always, I don't know why
1: it's always stuck out in my head. But there's this one scene where Obi Wan, there's Obi Wan and Qui Gon are, you know, facing them. Yeah. In that one area where there's like they're high up and yeah. And uh, Obi Wan like fakes to go at him. Oh yeah, <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking the about. Fake out, yeah. Yeah. The fake out. Yeah, fake out. Yeah, that's always stuck out in my head. Fake. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that was Stutter step. That was very memorable.
0: Yeah, that's, that's great. Great. And then great then we like, we get to buttons. the the laser locks or whatever you would call these things, which. Who knows what those things are for? Nobody is ever going to give an explanation for that, probably. Actually, it's probably in a Star Wars book somewhere, because that's what they do. Oh, yeah, they they, explain they hand-wave that. stuff away in yeah. books. Yeah. Like The newer trilogy is notorious for hand-waving a bunch of stuff away in books, especially the final film. Yeah. <laughs> so they get in those, I mean, and I Qui-Gon... Don't remember this. <laughs> yeah. They're hand-waving away. Yeah. Qui-Gon and Darth Maul get through the locks. Obi-Wan gets stuck behind the last lock, and that's when... Darth Maul and Qui-Gon go at it. It's a great battle between mm-hmm. them two. But it's like it's almost like a chess game. Yeah. Like the way they're fighting. But the, yeah. Not a lot of dialogue. No, hardly any at all. all. Yeah, mm-hmm. None at all, in fact. Which yeah. a
1: lot of the you know the, the originals had. Yeah, go they, did.
0: they forth, did. But they didn't yeah. do that in this one. I mean, if you strike me down, I'll yeah. become stronger. Right. Uh, the, the line's escaping me right now. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so Qui-Gon makes a fatal mistake and is run through by the double-bladed lightsaber. This sets Obi-Wan off to very angry, which, you know, here's the thing, Jedi's are, are supposed to control their anger, but I don't think Obi-Wan would have won that fight unless he was angry. Yeah. yeah. And that goes back to Qui-Gon. <coughs> Pardon me. Qui-Gon was not a very good Jedi on the Jedi terms. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, ultimately why he wasn't on the Jedi Council, even though being, like, a, a contemporary <coughs> of Mace Windu and all that. He them. cheated at dice. And, and I think, a, yeah, a lot of that's come out after that he was kind of, like, thought a lot of the Jedi Order was a bunch of bull crap yeah. because what they were teaching was not what truly could be practiced. And that, it's kind of,
1: that kind of leads into the next movie, too. Yeah. We kind of
0: touch on yeah, yeah. that, yeah. which we'll talk I about. I mean, Obi-Wan continues that trend, I mean, through... Through the all the movies and then on to like, you know, when he appears in Rebels too, you know he yeah. he certainly isn't like your typical Jedi. There's no <laughs> Jedi left at that point though, so yeah. you know. He, but yeah, so Qui Gon dies, Obi Wan gets unlocked from that laser gate and comes out to fight Darth Maul, makes a, a mistake really and falls into the pit, but he's they, hanging on. Their fight is pretty. Their fight's great too. Pretty sweet. You know when that yeah. you get a little bit of the. Uh,
1: you know, you could tell it was kind of rehearsed because when yeah. they both like go oh, back, yeah.
0: it's like, uh, oh, okay. It's <laughs> clearly rehearsed. <so> it's <laughs> not yeah. true sword fight look. Yeah, you know. yeah. But Obi-Wan <laughs> ends up in this large pit and he's hanging on and and Maul makes his mistake here. He just teases Obi-Wan. He, yeah. he taunts him and Obi-Wan pulls all of his strength, goes over, chops Maul in half. Maul falls down the pit, but as we know, yeah. Nobody that falls down a pit dies in Star Wars ever. <laughs> oh yeah. So Maul comes back at some point later on. You see him in a couple in a movie, and uh, that we'll review yeah. at some point. Clone Wars. Clone Wars and yeah. Rebels.
1: Really di- dives into how. Yeah. Yeah. Very know you haven't seen it. But, I haven't seen
0: it. but yeah, I'm probably not going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's a lot to get through. So yeah. So so basically, Maul's defeated. We know that Palpatine's the Sith Lord at this point. Well, we already knew that because it's the story of Star Wars, (laughs) basically. Anakin becomes a Jedi trainee, although Yoda is scared to do it, but they make Obi Wan his master. And, uh, you know, Naboo's return to Padme and Queen Amidala, you know. Everything's good at the end. I never got, like,
1: Obi Wan's like, you know what? I'm going to take him and train him anyway. Yeah. And, and Qui Gon was the same way. Yeah, yeah, they didn't care. The Jedi, they're like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. So what? What are they there for?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess you know, with that sect that Qui Gon is probably part of, you yeah. know, because they don't go into Jedi 6 but they exist. <laughs> you know, they obviously exist. Right. It's like, it, eh, they're gonna do what they want. We yeah. just have to kind of go with it. So, I so at least they can keep an eye on them that way. They're more
1: for like, you know, kind of help. Yeah. Knowledge, you
0: know, wisdom, whatever. So that's where it ends. The Gungans and the Naboo people are all friends now, even though they weren't enemies
1: before. I don't guess, but they try to end it exactly like New Hope. Yeah, and we
0: got that music at the end, you know. So yeah, so that's great. Yeah. That's voice of an angel. It, it is. is speaking of you, people. A fallen angel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just call me the devil. <laughs> so yeah, um, this, so that's Phantom Menace. If you haven't seen it, I'd be surprised. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah that's probably a if really you haven't long explanation. Why are you
1: watching? That's a, yeah, that's a really long explanation to explain <laughs> yeah. that movie because it actually yeah. is a pretty complicated movie and everything. There's a lot wrong, to it. Everything we've gone through. I mean, everybody knows. Yeah, everybody knows. <laughs> but I mean, it's. Gets a lot of flack, but in the long run, over the years, I that's one of the Star Wars movies I go back and watch. Yeah, repeat. It's fun. Yeah. It's a fun movie. Have it it's, on in the background. It's one of those. It, it, it's a background movie. It's a Star Wars
0: movie. Yeah. I can't say that about some of the newer Star Wars movies. They like they're Star Wars movies, but they they're not exactly. They don't capture the spirit. I feel like Phantom Menace did at least capture the spirit of Star Wars. I guess yeah. it helps that Obi Wan's there. You got Obi Wan. And the cast is terrific. You know. I think that and then bringing you back to Tatooine mm-hmm. kind of gave you that nostalgic feel. Yeah. So it made you feel like Star Wars. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt. So. I mean, it was, you know, <laughs> <just> most isolated. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then seeing Coruscant for the first time was actually pretty cool. Yeah, Coruscant's oh, you know, like, like a planet city, a yeah. city planet. So, so yeah. CGI but, actually holds up. It, it, it's pretty, pretty good. good it's pretty good yeah I, yeah I mean there's there's places here and there where it's kind of dodgy but yeah but overall it's yeah. still good i mean it was impressive back in the day it's still pretty pretty good yeah. okay so, so i don't think we have anything else to say about it other than just to give the ratings we would give for this one mm-hmm. so i'll let you go first because i'm not going first i'm going to base my rating off five Ooh. I gotta go three six. That's pretty close. I'm going yeah. three five. Three five. Yeah, yeah. three is where I've, where I've been on that one since I rewatched it last year again before the new. I watched all of them last year before mm-hmm. when we watched Rise of Sky. Yeah, so three five is where I was at then. Three five is where I'm at now. Yeah. Is it uh, is it a perfect movie? God, no. Not even close. Is the dialogue pretty terrible most of the time? Yes. But it gets enough right that. It it feeds that Star Wars itch. It it, it feels like a Star Wars movie. It it does a lot of things right on top of what it does wrong. George maybe pushed a little bit to the kiddie side with some of it, you know, and he he didn't have to do that because Star Wars has mass appeal: kids, adults, everybody. But he added things like Jar Jar and the Gungans because they're more kid friendly. But three and a half, I think, is good. Three six is good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it
1: actually made you excited for the sequel.
0: Yeah.
1: Because yeah. you're like, man, uh, they got uh, they got cool. some things to cover here and I a... can't wait to see how this progresses. Yeah. Yeah. But... And we'll give it to you on the
0: next Alright, that's it for the Phantom Menace. Let's move on to unfortunately Attack of the Clones. We're on to the review I've been dreading. Star Wars episode two, Attack of the Clones. Not the Clone Wars. Uh, no. Attack of the Clones. <laughs> Even get Which is right. my least favorite Star Wars movie of all of them. And that's in that, well, okay. We're not counting like the Holiday Special and things like that. Yeah. The mainline Star Wars movies, and probably even including like Solo and Rogue One, I, I do not like this film. I don't like it. I think it's a bad film. I think it's a bad Star Wars film. I just, it's just, just, it's a step down from Phantom Menace. I like that, okay. It's yeah. not perfect. It's not, you know, anything I to like it it, it. it got better with time. It does, in my opinion. So, Attack of the Clones, the second movie in the prequel trilogy. I'm not even sure I can explain what happens in this movie, because it's convoluted and ridiculous. So, we start on Coruscant in this movie, right? Yeah. With the, the ship landing, the and there's an attempts. assassination attempt on Padme, who is now a senator yeah. for, for Naboo. Uh, there's a new queen on Naboo, because it's an elected office. And she's taken over the role of senator since Palpatine. I guess she didn't do enough to <laughs> save him? She, I'm guessing her term was up. Yeah, Maybe it's a single yeah, term. Okay. You know. yeah. no. We don't know. But nonetheless, she's a yeah. senator now. She took over Palpatine's role now that he is the chancellor because he wormed his way into that one with his evil ways yeah. and his, um, his little lackeys. Did we ever get names for those guys? His horn guy and other guy, yeah. his lackeys. Bib Fortuna, Bip Fortuna, other g- yeah. other Bit Fortuna, <laughs> Bib Tortuna. You don't, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on course on, and you know we're right back into the political intrigue crap that I don't care for in my Star Wars movies. So, the ship blows up. That that's where we know that somebody is absolutely trying to kill Padme at this point, the senator. So we're introduced back to Obi-Wan and Anakin. They come in. Yeah. Anakin is older now, of course, played by Hayden Christensen, which I, I <clears> feel <throat> for Hayden Christensen for this because this kind of killed his career. <sighs> yeah. I mean, he's done some movies afterwards. He's done a great movie called Shattered Glass. If you haven't seen that, you should definitely check that out. And he did Jumper, Jumper's which was. Is like, hey. It's fun. It's kind of terrible, but it's fun. Yeah. And, which I well, was he doing here. It wasn't very terrible. No, I and mean, I think it was Doug Liman. I mean, it had, had what's his name, uh, Billy Elliot in it as well. Um, Jamie, uh, I can't remember his name. He played Billy Elliot, yeah. great actor. Uh, he's in freaking Rocket Man, which is a fantastic movie. But he's a fantastic actor, and he's in that movie. So, you know, Hayden Christensen's career, I don't think, probably went as high after this as it maybe could have. He's not he's not great in this, and he's not great in some of the other stuff he's done. But I have a feeling he maybe could have done better if it wasn't for George Lucas. Yeah, I mean, Lucas needed a Kirschner. Yeah, Didn't yeah, Irving Kirshner course. would have been. Well, Kirschner was still alive at this time. Couldn't even just hire him, even though he was like probably like wasn't uh, he? Maybe he was dead. He's pretty. Know. Yeah, I know he's dead now. I can say that. I can say that he is dead. He's no Bill Duke. I'm gonna look that up afterwards, and we're gonna find out Irving Kirschner is still alive. <laughs> Duke is still alive. Yeah. So, <laughs> so George directed and wrote this one again. He he definitely could have used some help in this one because this was real bad in my opinion. The dialogue's bad, the directing is mailed in in my opinion. It's like, hey, one sh- one take, we're good. And I know he probably took multiple takes, but the dialogue's so bad it's impossible. But nonetheless, back to the plot. So Anakin's super excited to meet Padme again because he's been in love with her since he was like nine years old or whatever, you know. And it's been years. Of course, he's aged, and then. You know, Natalie Portman looks two years older. Basically, it's, it's, there's no aging on her. <clears throat> but him and Anakin and Obi Wan are there to be the bodyguard for Padme, and, and Obi Wan's pretty clear that hey, we're here to be your bodyguard. We're not here to hang out with her. You know, Obi Wan's taking it seriously. Jesus, Obi Wan, as I like to call yes. him, because he, he he's got the Jesus look from all the famous paintings of Jesus and. I was telling him some people have given their grandmothers pictures of Obi Wan for <laughs> yeah. that their grandmothers think are Jesus, which is hilarious. be with you, and also with, with you. you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. but uh, yeah. we Catholics say with your spirit now, oh, so it doesn't right. work as well. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So there, there, the protector. Another assassination attempt is made, which I thought this part is actually pretty cool with the bugs that come in and him flying in there, yeah, and slicing was, them. Yeah, that was. Off that was good. Her, yeah, some cool that was good. choreography. Like, Cool choreography. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, cutting so like that, you know, it's good sword work essentially. So they chase after this this assassin, and yeah, I don't like this scene very much. It, the CG is pretty dodgy yeah. in this scene, and I think the dialogue is extremely goofy. But, from car to car. Yeah, uh, it, it, like, I hate it when he does that. Yeah, you know. when did the, he do that? The, yeah, the, the, the lightsaber baby- and the, <laughs> losing the lightsaber and Obi Wan just catching the lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. It's like. He's like, is he the worst... Yeah, yeah no, yeah, I don't okay. think he did. No. <clears throat> so, nonetheless, they chase this this end of, this person into a bar. There, and they they find them, and they get them outside, and they, they run them down, and then the assassin gets killed by another assassin who is dressed in Mandalorian armor. Yeah, why didn't that assassin go after? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why did, I, guess, I guess they didn't want anybody to see Chango. <laughs> Doing the assassination, he so he hired it out, but then he got caught anyway. Yeah, uh, but then again, it didn't make sense. Okay, I'm just going to go into this now. Maybe he was supposed to get caught because otherwise, how would the Jedi have gotten the clone army to ultimately betray them later on? It, it's convoluted. The plot makes no sense. The, yeah. the, I guess maybe the clone army wasn't meant for them, and they stole it, and it was supposed to be. And there's no explanation. For yeah. anyway this gets obi-wan to start looking into these things and finding that there's a missing planet out there and you know he goes into this silly thing with yoda teaching youngling jedi's and yoda's like oh the children don't know the answer or some stuff stuff like that deleted the file yeah yeah the most i mean it's 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 what is it, Occam's Razor? <laughs> like a, the most obvious answer is the answer almost yeah, every time, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Right. So, so you know, Obi-Wan sets out on this, and during this time, the other terrible so part, the movie, part of them, you becoming the movie, Anakin is left to guard Padme, and they sit. Where they go?
1: abilities have made him. Is it Naboo? Yeah, Naboo. Yeah. So I'm in charge of Maybe it's I don't know.
0: But this part is like, eh, romance oh, junk, and it's, it's all so terrible dialogue. It's all terrible. And this part, if you cut that part out of the movie, it's a better movie. But then I guess you don't get the love story that you kind of need. But it's all real bad. There's yeah. no, no chemistry between them two. And then you look at the fact that Padme was an older teenager when she met Anakin, who was like a nine-year-old. Yeah. And it's like so, and eh. so that that's
1: I didn't bring that up in the uh, Phantom Mm minister, but my I really wished that Anakin and Obi Wan were closer in age. Yeah, it would have when they first met. It would have made the relationship. And then the second movie, yeah, you could have explored, you know, Anakin and Padme kind of getting.
0: Yeah, I mean, even if I mean, because Obi Wan supposed to be like what early (laughs) twenties, around you and McGregor's age. He's in his twenties. If he could have been
1: fifteen. When they met, yeah, fifteen would have been great. His portman at her had me was young, supposedly. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That I hate that they used a the little boy
0: and not because that would have been, you know, yeah. it, it makes it kind of a eh, lot. little gross. You know, because like she knew him when he was a little kid. It's it'd be like if you're like seventeen-year-old babysitter for when you were eight years yeah. old. Like you've met her later in life and you guys, you know, hooked up. That's not cool, really. It's kind other, of weird. Yeah, other
1: than the bad dialogue. Yeah. That, that, nope. I don't think anybody could get past that point. The bad dialogue, They're like, there's, yeah. there's a big difference
0: in age it, there. It's very goofy. And we also get the sand conversation, don't we, in this? Oh, sand. Yeah. Of course, I hate it. it gets I'm pretty sure that's in this. I know it's in this because we just watched it. I know it's in this one. I just don't remember in what, you know, general capacity it's in this. And so, you know, Obi-Wan goes to this disappeared planet and discovers Kamino. And when he gets there, it's like they're expecting him. Because they say a Jedi ordered a clone army. And that this Jango Fett is the, the clone army. And there's that one scene that it doesn't look like Jango Fett sitting at that table. No, it's a total yeah. different actor. Yeah, it's it looks like a different, different person, actor. person for sure. Yeah, it's, it's... it looks like the bodyguard for Padme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, it did so Obi-Wan is investigating Kamino and he's figuring out that the, the, apparently the Jedi's have this huge clone army Done by Master sifo which means absolutely not shit to yeah, anyone who, who's, who's who is it nobody knows who this is it's like We don't have any background for this yeah. and it's like maybe you know You could have set that up earlier on and then but no George just wrote that up. You can tell I'm starting to cuss. You can tell how much I'm getting angry about this movie. You won't like him when he's angry. You won't like me when I'm angry. Where's my purple pants? <laughs> right next to your brown pants. has got more the brown pants. Sorry. So, yeah, so we find out, and, 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 like, we don't know who Dyas is. I mean, we ultimately figure out that it's actually Count Dooku that is, uh, or. No. Died, the Ca- well. He died 10 he, years ago. Uh, Dyas was supposedly dead 10 years ago. There's a Dark Tyrannus out there. There's a that's Count the Dooku. I, I th- is it is Safo Dooku? Is that what we're supposed to think, or is it like he impersonated Safo to create this clone? I think him? he impersonated. Him. Okay, that's that's kind of because he's, he's like never a double, He's a yeah.
1: double agent. Yeah. Working to get that both armies. Yeah. Going. Yeah. And he's he, doing everything right he, Yeah. because yeah. so, he's he's the puppet, which we're gonna find out. Yeah, he's with the droid army too. Well, yeah. When he's introduced, you're like, "Who's
0: this guy?" Yeah, it's just <laughs> random dude introduced, yeah. and it's like, it's Christopher freaking Lee. It's yeah. amazing. I love Christopher Lee, but I don't know why Christopher Lee agreed to do this movie. <laughs> he he really doesn't have that much to do, ultimately in these yeah. movies, and he's too old to really do much it's like nice. running around. these him on with a lightsaber. Yeah. I mean, the guy is like, <laughs> Christopher Lee was a real badass in real life. I mean, he really was. <laughs> yeah. He was in in World War II. Worked for like the OSS type deal. Yeah. World War II as like a spy in World yeah. War II. And Wicker Man. And Wicker Man's amazing. But yeah, so so you find out, and, and Obi-Wan, I guess, just claims this army. He's going to take it. If it's yeah. if it's there, it's paid for, I guess. And he meets, he, he wants to meet Django Fett. He meets Jango, they take him to Jango, and you meet Boba Fett, little kid Boba Fett. Boba. Yeah, Boba. Boba, where's your father? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's another bad child actor. Yeah. And, and like, the, the funny thing is, it's is so stupid. When Obi Wan goes in the in the like the place, like the armor's just sitting there in the wide open. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, Jango comes out and closes the door as if Obi Wan hasn't had ample <laughs> opportunity to see the armor that he saw on Coruscant yeah. sitting right there in this doorway. So, you know, Obi Wan. He's figured it out at this point. He knows that this is the guy he's after. So, Django knows too. Django knows Obi Wan has yeah. figured out. So, basically, Obi Wan finishes and is going leaving to go after Django. Fed. Django's leaving, so they get in a fight. It's a decent fight yeah. in the rain. Very cool scene in the rain. Django yeah, nice. gets the best of him. He does. I mean, he does. He's, he's better than him because Obi Wan's still young. Ultimately, as a Jedi, but Django gets the best of him. Um, and then you know he. Obi-Wan takes chase after him and then you get the the cool chase scene with save one and then something that's gonna come back in the Mandalorian is yes. released the sonic bomb oh, man. which is so cool. That sound is yeah. cool yeah it's so a cool. very cool sound and they brought it back in Mandalorian it was like one of the few yeah. good things they could pull out of Clone Wars oh, to bring the back. sounds in Star yeah. Wars. Oh very cool. Very good
1: so sound. You, do you think they put Lucas put Jango Fett in there because the underuse of boba in the original oh no there's
0: no doubt he yeah. knew boba fett
1: was popular. He's like well i'm gonna throw him
0: in there just to yeah no show boba, what he could do what was so popular after yeah. having like two scenes <coughs> in the original trilogy yeah. that lucas is like yep let's do this let's put this guy in here boba's gonna be part of this and it's him. boba's origin story you know but ultimately, Obi-Wan, obi-wan goes back reports about the clone army and uh they they don't bring them in immediately, I guess. But at any rate, I'm trying to figure out where what happens after this. I'm trying to remember after Obi Wan gets back, because at some point Obi Wan, f- Anakin, and Padme all end up on the droid planet. Yeah, and the, I think Obi Wan tracks
1: Doo Doo <laughs> to. To that planet, yeah. They they and so he goes to investigate. Yeah, and, and, and we out. Finds in, out that there's
0: another army there. Yeah, that a droid factory run yeah. by these bug creatures, which yeah. that comes back in Rebels as well. Yeah, a really cool kind of, and it's in the the, the bug creatures. I'm pretty sure are in the Sith too. That's a cool one. Yeah, yeah, that's They're a very cool arc they end on on in Rebels. Rebels is those. So, Rebels are so good. Rebels is something. To I watch. mean, yeah. Yeah, it's slow start, about five, six episodes, but it gets rolling. Once it, yeah, it takes off. But yeah, <laughs> as you can see, we'd rather talk about Rebels yeah. than clones. <laughs> yeah. So ultimately, they end up on this, this, this destroyed planet, and I probably missed a couple scenes here, but whatever, I don't care. They end up on this droid planet, and they all get captured at some point. And then they're taken into the, this like arena because that's the best way to kill people. Let's not just kill them. Yeah. Let's do the James Bond thing and you know, hey, here's our plan. And here you go fight in this arena. It gets all these bugs for all these all these big monsters and bugs. You know, for all these people that we really don't care about. And, yeah, know, and, and, the these, and these people have yeah. such hatred for yeah. the Jedi. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess they just hatred. really hate them for there's, no reason. It's
1: just
0: so. So much nonsense. Yeah, so they get out there, and, and basically, of course, they all get free from their chains, and they go to fighting these people, and then in comes the cavalry, Yoda, you Mace. You talk about the
1: line when they're coming out, oh, okay. Anakin and Padme. Yeah. A truly, deeply,
0: something, <laughs> no. something. No, no. I like blocked him. it out. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. It's all terrible. <laughs> Any lines between <laughs> Padme oh. and Anakin are the worst oh. in this movie. Yeah. Okay. They're not that much better in the next one, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, a little better. Yeah. So, basically, they they get out of their restraints, and they begin to fight, and then in comes the cavalry, Yoda, Mace Windu, and all the other Jedis that they could put together, including random white guy Jedi, and random alien guy Jedi, and it's just funny, because there's just some random guys out there swinging lightsabers around. Pretty sure you have a couple lightsabers that are just swinging in midair at nothing, and it's like... Whatever, it, it looks cool enough yeah. for the most part. See all those lightsabers. But the CG gets a little dodgy here too. Yeah. So they're fighting the droid army, these monsters that they've released on them, and mm-hmm. then we have the the clone army that comes in to kind of save the day. And Which they, yeah, they, at this point, they
1: yeah the transition of the Jedi and the Republic taking over this army. Yeah, it was so quick. To... Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. whoa, when super did that quick. Happen? Yeah, super quick. Yeah, and
0: we got all these ships, too, that were apparently built there. It's kind of like, it's Rise of Skywalker level of building ships, I think. <laughs> yeah. So Gosh. then, you know, Jango and Obi-Wan get in a fight. Or no, Windu. Mace Windu, Wind, yeah, Windu. And Windu takes him out. Yeah, He dispatches him pretty darn easily. He cuts yeah, his head yeah. off. In fact, you see Boba pick up the helmet. Yeah. yeah. R-rated Star Wars. Yeah. Head yeah. falls out. The head does not fall out, <laughs> unfortunately. It's what we can all hope for. And then. It's explained in a novel. <laughs> it probably is. Yeah. And you know Boba took the the head sun, out and fired air you know. him. Yeah. But yeah, so then they go in pursuit of Duku, who runs, and they're in these. They get on the ships and run after Duku, and and I don't remember the end of this movie, to be honest. It's yeah. Not,
1: Anakin, and Obi Wan, both go after Dooku. Yeah, and Padme falls oh, out of the plane. Obi Wan is like, yeah, when it when it comes down to the lightsaber scene, Obi Wan's like, let's take them together. You know, he's he's a master. Yeah, and Anakin takes off. And, of course. You know, ends up getting his arm cut off.
0: Yep, that's right. Everybody's got to lose yeah. a limb. Everybody's losing a limb. The start <laughs> of the Vader mechanicalness. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then
1: he Dooku defeats. Obi Wan, yeah, and they're in a bad spot. He he could kill both of them, but he chooses not to. Mm. And then here comes Yoda. Yeah,
0: that's right, Yoda comes out.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: and we get our first Yoda lightsaber yeah. battle, which is cool. It's all CG, obviously, but it's very cool. And seeing how powerful Yoda is is kind of nice. CG gets a little uncanny valley at times, you yeah. know, where it's kind of like cartoony looking, but it's great. Reminds me of like a Japanese cartoon. Yeah. You know, yeah him jumping definitely. around and stuff. oh definitely yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's know, got the just too. the way he moves and stuff too yeah oh yeah. definitely so yoda runs dooku off basically he doesn't kill him and then that's pretty much the end and his cane yeah he so as, yeah, yeah, he <laughs> was, yeah and so you know the end They end in the jedi temple talking about it right is that, is that
1: um, what happened i can't remember yeah they talk they do some more talking in the jedi they council way too much and then at the end it ends with papil uh Mace Windu, Yoda, and, uh, uh, no. Bell Organa. Ah, yes. So, they're overlooking the clone army, and Yoda says something like, now Clone Wars begin. Clone Wars begin. Clone Wars. Yeah. yeah." Which, you know.
0: And then they go into a cartoon. Cartoon. Seven season (laughs) cartoon, (laughs) which spanned pretty much the whole like 20 years or something since this movie or whatever yeah at least right in well it doesn't quite but I mean the seventh season was what last year right which year before last yeah
1: yeah that's watchable yeah yeah
0: Yeah. I mean I I haven't watched any of it and I probably won't but like I told you the other day there's people say that there's certain episodes to watch that really take you places like the Dark Maul stuff oh yeah that I might go back and watch because Dark Maul is a great character yeah some good stuff yeah alright so the score score was, so,
1: they tried to reuse Duel of the Fates. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Anakin, Anakin.
0: We didn't even talk about that part. We didn't part. talk about, didn't talk about and, that part. And Anakin went back Anakin, to try to yeah. find his mom. So, yeah. If you wanna Anakin went back her. to try to find his mom on Tatooine. He discovers Watto sold her to a, a man named Lars. And so he goes out to Lars's farm to find out that Lars ultimately married Shmi Skywalker. And that he has a stepbrother who's married. His stepbrother Owen Lars, played by Joel Edgerton. Yes. It's a very young Joel Edgerton yeah. Who is a great actor and director these days? He's terrific Maybe we should let him take over Star Wars at that point. Mm-hmm. He was decent Maybe he'll be in Obi-Wan. But yeah, so so that he, he finds Anakin finds out that his mom was kidnapped by Sand people and so he goes to the sand people's camp There's no indication of how he found that
1: camp mm-hmm. It showed him stopping off. Uh, okay. like, yeah, that's he, right, that's He right. stopped at the uh, yeah. like a little a little bit of nostalgia mm-hmm. and at the, uh, uh, I keep wanting to say you watch, what's the little? The
0: Jawas. Jawas. Yeah, you the know, Jawas. He stopped and talked to that's them. That's right, that's right. Different, I forgot yeah. about that. And he finds the Sand so. People, sneaks into their camp, finds his mother. She dies in his arms, which is convenient for yeah. the plot, obviously. And then he proceeds to just kill all the Sand People, yeah. which he tells... Padme later. I killed them all, <laughs> and not just the men. The women and the children too. And she still likes him after that. I she hate, likes a psychopath. I hate them. I hate them all. Yeah, yeah. he hates them all. I mean, it's clearly. Yeah. It's, I mean, I guess it works to kind of show his turn to the dark side. Yeah. But then again, I mean, they killed his mother, so he's a little angry about that, oh, obviously. Yeah, he
1: does yeah. too. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, yeah, that s- part. Yeah, the score, you know, yeah. they reused. Williams duel face mm-hmm. as he's trying to find his mom, which totally fell flat. Yeah, it didn't it was terrible. Yeah. But the, the good one of the I think the most memorable parts of his score in this is when Anakin starts to get angry yeah. right after his mom dies. Yeah. It's that build up. It's the a swell. really nice yeah. yeah, nice swell and it's it's a pretty nice little piece there and it helps the helps the moment. But overall the score is just Falls flat. like Yeah, the movie. he he mailed it
0: in. Yeah, he didn't have much to work with here. I mean, there's a little bit
1: here and there, but it,
0: I mean, it's a lot of reused assets yeah. overall. <laughs> yeah. Like I think much.
1: the ending when the cone army is shown, you know, and then yeah. when they're taken off in the uh, that was that was okay as yeah. far as the score is concerned. Yeah. But it, nothing memorable. Other than that, that little piece yeah. for me. And then uh, the negative with the duel of the fates Try yeah. to use that again. Yeah, it works so well in Phantom. It, yeah, oh. it just it basically ruins it. Yeah, here. I mean it doesn't ruin it
0: because it's still great in Phantom, yeah. but it's not properly yeah. used here. No way. All right, okay, so so let's go to ratings. What's your rating? Oh, five. I'm going with a going with a one. Yeah, a little lower, shockingly, than what I'm going to give. Seeing as I hate this movie, I'm going to give it a one point five. It gets a 1 just for being Star Wars. It gets a point .5 for Obi-Wan's parts. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's kind of how I look at it. I despise this movie. The only parts I even like are Obi-Wan's parts when he's by himself. Because mm-hmm. everything else with Anakin. and Okay, granted, the bodyguard scene where he cuts the things. That's fine. I like that. But most of the time, Obi-Wan on Kamino and the chase through the asteroid field. All really good. Yeah. Really good. If the whole movie was just that. I'd be fine. Yeah, But yes. it's not. <laughs> it's that's terrible about, love romance. That's about and, right. You got about twenty minutes. Yeah, bad dialogue. Watch. <laughs> bad dialogue. Even bad with Obi Wan stuff, case. it's bad dialogue. It's just Ewan McGregor is a better actor than that. He's yeah. better than he he rises above that bad dialogue. His character he does. I mean, he's a, he's an established character, so that helps. Anakin really isn't an established character, ultimately, because Darth Vader was the established character, and he's not Darth Vader. He's mm-hmm. Anakin Skywalker. So. It's hard to,
1: at the end of this movie, it's like hard to really think
0: that he's going to be Darth Vader. Yeah, oh, it's real hard. That's when you're like, oh man. The whiny, the whiny I teenager. Know, I don't know yeah. if this is going to work. Yeah, so, so that's where we're at. 1. 1.5, one star. <laughs> I don't think there's much else to say about this steaming pile. Yeah. Try not to watch it if you can avoid it. If you're re-watching all the movies, going up to... You know, the ninth one, obviously, I think you pay the least attention to this one, is it is the worst one of the bunch. I don't care what anybody says. It's the worst one of the bunch, for sure. Steaming pile of... Yeah. George Lucas really mailed it in for this one. Yeah. He didn't even try. He, he should have had Kershner, so, like we said. He is, I think about it all the time, he is one of
1: the luckiest directors in all of Hollywood, or not even Hollywood. Yeah. In world. all filmmaking. Because he had a great idea. He started off great. Mm-hmm. And he
0: took full control, that's when it. Full control was the problem. Shit hit the fan. None no, of that original trilogy did he write by himself. Yeah.
1: These, he, had, he wrote these by and himself. He had direct,
0: well, he directed yeah. New Hope. He did. And it's fine. Kirshner directed, arguably, really the great. best. No, he does the best.
1: <clears throat> and then Marquand did, you know. Yeah. But he had different directors. Yeah. He didn't have full control.
0: Kaz didn't help him ride him. He just, he took.
1: Yeah, he's lucky. Yeah. That Star Wars. For sure. Was you know, Star Wars brand was where it was at when That's he was right. So. All right. Richest director of all time. He is.
0: Okay, so now we're done with Attack of the Clones, thankfully, and maybe we'll never have to talk about it again. Let's move on to a much better movie, Revenge of the Sith. After clones, this is a nice, much better movie. So, uh, essentially, this one opens with where does it open? That space battle. The space battle I, over, over Coruscant. Gonna, I yeah. Yeah. yeah, space battle over Coruscant. I don't care for the the ships that they use. I. Much prefer the X-wings and things like that from the original trilogy. It's a don't like cool the, space battle. A it's a cool space on. battle. I just don't like the cleanliness yeah. of the ships. They're too clean. They're too pretty. All okay, you know? that kind of stuff. So you, you need your Star Star Wars dirty. I need dirty wars. Yeah, dirty, dirty, dirty Star. Wars. Dirty wars. Dirty nasty Star Wars. <laughs> so we open up the space battle, and then we have. Obi Wan and Anakin going to rescue Palpatine, who's been captured by Dooku. We don't really figure out how he got captured by Dooku, no. so I it was not explained at all. So. But clearly, he just gave himself up to him for this reason. Yeah. They go to battle Dooku for the second time because they battled him in Clones and, and essentially lost that battle. So they're battling for the second time. He knocks Obi Wan out like a staircase, like falls on Obi Wan's legs. You think he's probably got broken legs, but that I, doesn't I, really I think I mentioned to you during.
1: Watching that, I always thought Alaganis had a limp mm. in the original.
0: Yeah. And I thought that may have been it doesn't of pay time. off, though. But it didn't. It doesn't pay yeah, off. Yeah, it did. It, nothing happened. So, before. Obi-Wan's knocked out. So, you get Palpatine's first chance to kind of influence Anakin. Anakin cuts off Dooku's hands. It's amazing. And then, you know, he's got Dooku there and he's like, oh, you know, I shouldn't kill him. I should take him in. But, the Palpatine's that, that famous do it, lion, you know, and Anakin just decapitates Dooku, and it shows the head rolling and everything. Pretty impressive for a Star Wars movie to show that. So they rescue Palpatine, they get off the ship, they get Palpatine back down to Coruscant, and at the at that point, you know, Anakin and Palpatine have a really good relationship, apparently, at this point. And just, mm-hmm. You know, that, that's kind of happened in between the movies during the, the Clone Wars, I accept. I expect, um, and so the Jedi Council decides to. At that point, they decide to send Obi Wan after Grievous, right? Yeah, because they learn yeah. where he retreated to. Yeah, yeah, and and they they're sending Obi Wan after Grievous. Anakin gets upset because he's not going after Grievous, and but they say Anakin has a another job, and his job is to spy on Palpatine. So Obi Wan leaves. Wish they had Obi Wan. Yeah. Tell Anakin. They had a little bit of yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. So it's like emotional connection. Emotional connection for sure. So Obi Wan leaves to head to the planet that Grievous is on, which is like the the bug planet where the bugs are. I think you know. And there's another race there apparently. So Obi Wan gets to that planet, and the the inhabitants of that planet tell him we're fine, you know. And then they were like, oh, we're being held prisoner. You know. Wink, wink. wink, yeah. Yeah. So Obi-Wan pretends to leave, and then, you know, shows up a little bit later where Grievous is. You know, there's the famous, hello there, and <laughs> General Kenobi scene. So they fight. Obi-Wan kills Grievous with, oh yeah, the, the blaster. The blaster, He uses the yeah. blaster. So uncivilized. So uncivilized. Yes. You know, throws one of those. Little, yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, just, just, <laughs> again, Yeah. You know, Ewan is great in the role. Obi-Wan's great. I mean, he's the best part of the the prequel trilogy along with Ian McDiarmid as uh, Palpatine. So, you know, Obi-Wan finishes out that storyline, leaves to head back, and then we, you know, with Anakin, he basically just tells Palpatine that he's spying on him for the Jedi. Jedi want him to spy on him. And Palpatine's been, at least we assume it's Palpatine, been putting thoughts in Anakin's head. Dreams about Padme dying and childbirth and things like that, and we get the whole Padme Anakin scenes. We don't need to talk yeah. about those; they're useless and pointless. Yeah. And that's why Clones was such a yeah. terrible movie. Um, they did cut so those kind of short, too. Yeah, yeah, the much better decision yeah. there to cut those short. So we get the the, the Chancellor. He's Chancellor Palpatine right now, and Anakin talking at the opera, which is a great scene. Palpatine, Ian McDiarmid's fantastic in this scene. They're talking and we get the tale of Darth Plagueis the Wise. It's a story that Jedi would not tell, You, I mean, get through, you know, could you could you learn, you know, this this from a, you know, could you learn this not from a Jedi? Yes. Yeah.
1: The dark side of the force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. Is it possible to learn this power? not from a Jedi
0: just fantastic and this is this is kind of where I I think at this point Anakin's realizing that Palpatine is not exactly what he says he is but he's not caring because the only thing he cares about at least assumingly the only thing he cares about is Padme Mm -hmm. although I think we find out later that's not actually true he really only cares about himself ultimately so, you know, we get to tell a Darth Plagueis wise, which is one of the best stories. Like you said, it'd be mm-hmm. great for a trilogy. Tyco YTT's doing a trilogy or a movie. Why don't we yeah. do that one? That'd be
1: great. Be, you know, It'd be really good if they did a sequel trilogy <laughs> based on that. A sequel trilogy based on
0: that, yeah. Mm. Like some guy that's very scarred that maybe is Darth Plagueis, you know? Yeah. Would make a lot of sense. It takes on another premise? Yeah. It would make a lot of sense. Maybe somebody that's connected to the other character's of the original trilogy? Yeah. We might be onto something. I think we're on to something. write this down. Yeah. Send it to Disney. You know that they're, they're like fans are making a comic out of Trevoro's script, right? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The 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 third movie, Rise of Skywalker, obviously was supposed to be done by Trevoro Colin Trevoro of Jurassic World Fame, which honestly does not give me. It was still you know, bad. All good it stuff. Yeah. I haven't read it. No, it's still you know. bad. It's but still People are making so a comic out of it now. Yeah. So, you know, besides the point, yeah. we're on Revenge of the City. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the Emperor is setting up, or not the Emperor, the Chancellor is setting up. Palpatine's setting up for Anakin to slowly come to his side. And I think it actually happens a little quicker than you expected because yeah. Anakin's all in once he thinks Padme is going to die. I mean, there's no doubt. So he goes back to the Jedi Council. Tells them essentially that Palpatine's a Sith. Mace Windu goes with him to fight Palpatine and take him out, not knowing that Anakin is essentially just setting up a trap here. That Palpatine's going to kill Windu, which is he dead? Not dead. Who knows? He flew out of window. We never saw his body, so we can't guarantee yeah. he's dead. And they can fall. And in the meantime, Order 66 is put into place to take the Jedi out. Yeah. Um, Commander Cody tries to take out Obi Wan. He E-Fells, obviously, because Obi-Wan's in the Froggen movies. see a bunch of Jedi that you don't really care A lot about of random Jedi. Jedi. We He's see Clo Koon and Ki-Adi-Mundi. That's yeah. the only two that we really care about that we see die. Yeah. We see a Twi'lek Jedi die. We see a random, just, was it yeah. human Jedi? I don't know. It's just it's just, just a couple yeah. of Jedi's nobody cares about dying. Um, so we get that. But plenty of Jedi survived. I think, you know, Rebels wouldn't exist unless Cain and Jarrus survived. Jedi Fallen Order wouldn't exist Just, and, oh, man. unless Calcastus survived. Check so check out Rebels. Yeah, Rebels is great. Get Rebels past is first terrific. Four, yeah, first few five, episodes. Yeah. yeah, they're only they're get like past those long. Yeah, so. they're not they're not long. But Rebels, some good stuff. Kanan and is one of the best Jedi that they've ever put yeah. on screen. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's fantastic. And Ezra Bridger is fantastic. I think we're going to probably see more of him in the future on the Disney Plus series. Yeah. Probably the Ahsoka series, I would guess, we're going to get more of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it's a fantastic series. Definitely check out Rebels. But let's get back to Revenge yeah. of the Sith. So Order sixty six in place. Anakin helps carry it out by attacking the Jedi Temple and killing the the kids in the Jedi Temple, unfortunately. Yep. And then you pointed out George Lucas's son. Yeah. Yeah. Help Bail Organa. Yeah. Escape. Supposedly it's mm-hmm. Lucas's uh, kid. Yeah. That did that, that, but I it's mean, a good scene. You know, he, he died, dies. Like that, but yeah. Organa escapes after coming in, like "What's going on here?" And then it's like try to kill Organa, even though that's not part of Order Sixty Six. Yeah. I don't, I, I didn't understand that scene. There, yeah, there's no real I think points he was thrown in there just it, so yeah. Lucas's kid could have a and Jimmy Smiths could have more time on yeah. screen. Yeah, which he's great in that. Yeah, Jimmy Smiths a good. It was nice to see him reappear in Rogue One too. Yeah, that as, was all awesome. As Bill yeah, yeah, that was great. I didn't yeah. expect that. He was all sudden there. I was like, "Hey, Jimmy Smits. Oh. Yeah, so yeah, well, Rogue One, yeah, we're gonna review that one at some point. Ugh. Yeah, we're just doing mainline Star Wars, yeah, yeah, we're gonna do Rogue One at some point. Yeah. So, Order 66 goes in place, we get the battle on Coruscant between Yoda, the second battle between Yoda and Palpatine, right? Because he, no, he fought Dooku before, fought Dooku. that's right, he fought Dooku before, yeah. So, we get the battle between you know Yoda which I think both of us are kinda in the camp where we don't particularly like to see Yoda fighting with a lightsaber yeah. he's better as the wise leader of the Jedi yeah. than he is It takes away I think it, Although, ta- it took away a lot from yeah. it was cool looking from the yeah. original yeah I gotta admit the 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 yeah. CG was much better in this one than it had been the previous two had some funny, and, uh, funny moments with Yoda yeah he
1: just took those guards and yeah. knocked him out. That
0: was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you Yoda get some time I on screen here comment. that's, that's yeah. kind of showing what a badass we already are we already knew that yeah. was. And then you got the four main players. Yeah.
1: That take the original Star Wars trilogy.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, where it went, so Yeah. I think that had a lot of weight. Yeah.
0: There's so those fights. Yeah, so Padme seeks out Anakin, finds out he's gone to Mustafar, where he kills a lot of random, useless characters, uh, but he's on Mustafar, Padme goes there, not knowing that Obi-Wan stowed away on her ship, and as soon as Obi-Wan appears, Anakin assumes Padme is against him, because he's, you know, he's lost it at this point. He's He's gone full dark side, and it just doesn't believe that anybody's looking out for him. He Padme's against him, he believes Obi-Wan's against him, which none of them really are against him. Still made they him. want to rescue him. Should have made Luke and Leia Obi-Wan's kid. Yeah. yeah. That been... <laughs> That's the theory out there, but <laughs> it doesn't really, really track Obi-Wan. if you really watch no, it. It doesn't no. track. No. So then we get one of the better lightsaber fights in Star Wars history, the fight between Anakin and Obi-Wan you know, on the lava flows on the robots that are flying across the lava flow and then finally the final scene between Anakin and Obi-Wan where Obi-Wan is like, don't try it, I have the high ground, and he tries it, and he pays for it. Although, you know, Obi-Wan's pretty good with the low ground, as you know, evidenced by his killing of Darth Maul. But I think I think we're supposed to believe that Darth Maul was too cocky. Yeah. And and Anakin was too cocky. I think it's the the pride that really killed him. Yeah, you know, it's the pride. It's hey, not the high ground. You made the uh, comment about Vader. Oh in yeah, Return of the yeah, Jedi. Vader and yeah. Return of the Jedi. I'm Like and saying Obi Wan taught you well because Luke's on the high ground there. Or you know, so yeah, it's but it's a great lightsaber battle. Should have on a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, back then.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, the CG's really good in it. Actually, I mean, it has yeah. its, its moments where it's it's a yeah. little dodgy, but. Overall, it's good. The lava looks great, and then you know, he cuts his like legs off, and he catches on fire, and then of course, really brutal, yeah, oh, it's brutal. The whole I mean, the whole movie's brutal. We yeah, got mean, the decapitation at the first. Take and, my take my nine year old kid to see yeah. that.
1: It might be a little a little much. It's know. a little rough. Yeah.
0: But yeah, so so he did, He leaves before confirming death. So we of course have Bader. I mean, we knew he wasn't going to die. Padme gives birth to the twins. One's taken to Owen Lars, Luke, and one's taken to Bill Organa, Leia. I mean, if you don't know, I don't even know why I said that. You obviously know that if you've ever watched Star Wars in your life. Mm -hmm. And Darth Vader believes that his children are dead. He doesn't realize it until, I guess, in A New Hope. He realizes it ultimately is where he realizes that you know at least Luke is alive. Yeah, it's it's really not. Touched on. It's not made clear because yeah. Lucas was clearly not planning that yeah. particular storyline. Yeah. But yeah, so 100%. Luke and Leia are split up. Bell Organa takes Leia. Owen Lars takes Luke. Cool. they always also wanted, wanted a girl. Luke yeah. got the raw end of that deal. Oh, oh, moisture man. Farmer on Tatooine. Yeah. What What the heck? But yeah, I mean. Obi well, Wan we should have looked over Leia. They don't even change Luke's name to like. Luke Lars, because apparently we yeah. can just go with Skywalker and Vader's not going to know his own surname that he used to have. How about Starkiller? Yeah, Starkiller. <laughs> but then we couldn't use that in The Force on the Beast. Uh, you're right, you're right. Yeah. What about the droid attack on the Wookiees? So, that's that's kind of where the movie ends. You know, we obviously know where it's coming, where it's going. We're going to end up with Luke at like age yeah. 17, 18 in <clears throat> A New Hope. Yeah, the, uh, the ending of this should have been
1: drawn out a little more yeah we we were kind of discussing how yeah this movie should have been maybe two movies mm-hmm. and just gotten rid of that yeah Oh, no. another movie I no, no don't doubt that at yeah. all so
0: yeah or at least half of this movie should have been part of that yeah. yeah but i like revenge of the sith yeah i think it's the best of the prequel trilogy i know a lot of people share that younger people this is like their empire I mean, this is the Empire Strikes Back for a lot of younger people. I know one of the kids, my son, knows that. Just this is his favorite Star Wars movie, which I think is crazy. I said, "You need to watch Empire again, please." Yeah, no kidding. yeah but I mean, it, it, that's what it is. It might be boring the kids now. Maybe I don't know. It's not as exciting. It's yeah, the, I know, guess. Know, but I love Empire. Yeah. Huh. All um, right. Score. Yeah. Oh, score. Yeah, it was, you know, a
1: typical. Star Wars score. Williams did a great job. Uh, I mean, Duel of the Fates was played again during this, you know, the the last fight. It wasn't the as, climactic battle. The, yeah, it wasn't as. Uh, I think it was kind of overplayed at this
0: point. Yeah, but it was still good. I mean, it, I mean, you can't take everything. that that piece is like yeah the piece of music for the prequel trilogy. Yeah, but I mean, it's the. Uh,
1: There is a piece where uh, Anakin's looking across to Padme before he goes and tries to stop Mace Windu from killing. Right. There's that like little piece of music that Williams is playing. That's like it's pretty good. It's just like, oh yeah, you know. Yeah. (laughs) And the acting was good because. All? yeah <laughs> <laughs> so. the dialogue is still pretty rough in this movie because Lucas just lost the ability so, to write dialogue it's yeah over. I mean it was one of the better I, I still think Phantom Menace has the best score of all three
0: yeah uh, and that makes all. sense because it's the first yeah. one and he kind of worked from that score yeah. moving
1: forward so yeah you know he threw in the little Yoda score yeah at the end too so I mean it was in, in the original loop. right yeah, he threw all yeah. that old stuff in there too. Yeah. But uh yeah, it was it was good.
0: I still like Phantom and a score way better. But Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Yeah. Alright, so we're gonna go to rating now. What do you rate it? Yeah, five.
1: Oh man. Mm. For the Star Wars movies, I
0: gotta give it a three eight. Three eight. I'm a little lower than that, because I don't think any of the prequels come anywhere close to, like, the original trilogy. And my worst of the original trilogy being Jedi. I'm not going to say my score, but it's going to be higher than this one. So I'm at, like, 3.5. I mean, you get a point for being Star Wars, just naturally. You get a point for not being Attack of the Clones. (laughs) And then you get a point and a half... For being the best of the prequel trilogy so i'm at 3.5, <laughs> 3.5. Okay. yeah 3.5 is where i'm at it's the best of pre- prequel trilogy i may have rated yeah. Phantom in this 3.5 that's just that's nostalgia it's i mean nostalgia, that was yeah. that was the first star wars movie that came out when we were we were we were we born yeah. well it was the first came out well we were old enough to actually go see yeah. it. i mean so jedi came out in 83 for ourselves. yeah 83 yeah. we were i was two and a half and you were like two Yeah, you know at that time we're we're, we're in our 40s essentially at this point so so yeah three and a half stars that's where i'm at with it i I like it i I liked it a lot more on this watch than i have previously i think because it's been a while since i've seen this maybe i liked it a lot the first time i don't remember honestly Mm -hmm. But It's been a while since I've seen it all the way through I've watched bits and pieces like on TNT or TBS yeah, when they the showed second them one on weekend. so Just, yeah yeah I mean, this one if I'm comparing ahead. this against the <laughs> second one it's a five star movie that's yeah. a zero that's a five you know but yeah I, I'm a three and a half stars yeah. I enjoy this movie quite a cool a bit. video game on uh, Xbox oh yeah yeah excellent yeah. Xbox game yeah. 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 yeah so all right I think that's uh, I think that's where we're done that's it anything else from you no all right. So that's going to do it for us on the Star Wars prequels. Thanks for joining us on the Basement Movie Room podcast. We hope you'll tune in next time, and be sure to rate and subscribe.